It's championship week here at Dynasty Time, and this is your favorite podcast. I'm Scott. No Dan yet, although we will be talking to him in a little bit, because he made the championship game, of course, much to all of our chagrin. Uh, we will also be talking to Jutane clan owner David Elster, who made the championship by beating Green Hell this week. Uh, a couple things before we move forward. First, congrats to the Misfits, Lucas, and, uh, sorry, Birds of Prey. Oh, no, Primetime, who beat Birds of Prey. Uh, Misfits and Primetime will face each other in the Consolation Championship for the prize money. No draft implications, just FYI, uh, because of the reset next year. But Lucas and Paul will take on one another in the Consolation Championship. Much to the surprise of the league, uh, the one and two seed go down last week. Um, I believe Misfits won with about 76 points, if that's correct. 74, so quite the game and quite the showing by Birds of Prey last week. Um, other than that, we got a couple guests to talk to. We'll talk about those games between Jutane Clan and Green Hell and then Brothers Mendez with his epic win over Bobby FC. Uh, so we'll talk to them, but first we do have a message from a longtime listener. Let's listen in. Oh yeah, this is uh, Steve from Akron here, long time, fourth time. You know, I had uh, was listening to the pod last week, as I always do, and heard a pretty troubling allegation that I don't care about this league as much as I used to, um, which couldn't be further from the truth. I am a fan of everyone in this league through and through, and I uh, was disappointed to hear some allegations that I wasn't. And so I just wanted to call up and uh, clear the air on that subject. And and while I have you, I just wanted to say um, an epic playoff so far. Very proud of both teams to make it all the way to the finals, and that I hope Dan loses. Thanks. Bye. Strong words from Steve. We'll see what Dan thinks about that later in the show. Uh, thanks, Steve, for calling in. Definitely is the record for most voice messages. Hopefully somebody tries to take him down next year, but maybe our most loyal listener? I don't know. Uh, but good to hear from him, as always. And without further ado, I think it's time to move on to our first interview of the night. Uh, we talked to Jutane clan owner David Alster about last week's win and this week's championship game. So enjoy the rest of the show. Now joining us on the line is Jutane clan owner David Elster. Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Scott. Two weeks in a row. <laughs> I mean, you just keep winning. You have to keep coming back. I, I wasn't expecting a win this week, but I guess we're, we're sitting here talking. <laughs> <laughs> here we are. Here we are. Uh, so you took down the 11-2 and two, number one seed, Green Hell. Uh, took was... down is is I think <laughs> <laughs> that was, I don't know if those were the words that I would use to describe uh, the win over Green Hell. You narrowly squeaked by, narrowly squeaked by, and got extremely lucky. I think that's probably like the story of of my team this year. Um, you know, like above average generally, <laughs> but but probably not deserving of uh, the spot in the finals. I mean, yeah, you're like middle of the road points for, <laughs> so it's not like you're terrible. Well, um, I think it was more like it was more timing. Like I, I won when it counted, 
Um, That's true. Which I think by definition in fantasy is just luck, right? (laughs) No, you definitely (laughs) motivated your players the right way. Yeah. Well, Um, you know, I'm following Debo Samuel on, uh, on, on Twitter. So yeah, I've screwed me in another league. So screw that guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so thanks for putting up 106 this week. I think I... <laughs> 106.5, actually. Excuse We're rounding me. up, so that's basically 107. <laughs> um, sure, whatever you need to tell yourself. Um, yeah. I'm disappointed, as I would have beaten you by, like, 80 points this week. But that's no, neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> Devo Samuel put up, like, four points. But the rest of your team did fine, I guess. I mean... Yeah, what would you what would you say was the difference here? I mean, I made a bunch of last minute changes, like putting <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo in at court. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, um, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, so I think like if I had and, I, and not putting Anthony Miller in, I mean, I don't know if that if every person would have made that move, but I think like there was probably more upside on my bench. Um, obviously, my big picks this year, Travis Kelsey came in strong with 25 points. Aaron Jones played his heart out against the bears and got me 17 points. Austin Eckler kind of did his job. Um, but it was mostly the green hell and Delvin cook kind of tanking and not meeting their numbers. So, um, yeah, I can't really say too much about the team's performance, except kind of just doing, just kind of just doing their job and, um, and flying straight. It was enough. Uh, yeah, so Greenhill's running backs put up, what, like 23 points between the three of them. Yeah, but like, so we, that get, get the, like, but it's not just any three running backs. It's Le'Veon Bell, um, Dalvin Cook, and Derrick Henry with Kareem Hunt on the bench, which is just like, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't think like in, yeah. a million, in a million years you, you could ever have predicted 24 points. I mean, three. from week nine on, as we talked about last week, Derrick Henry had twenty three or twenty two points or more. Oh my god! In every week, yeah. Um, Dalvin, if my uh, site loads here, I mean, definitely the lowest of the of the year. Although the last few weeks he's been kind of hurt. Um, and then Le'Veon, you just expect more than ten points, but. And I, I think I don't know. I mean, I was expecting it too, especially against you know like a high-scoring offense like the Ravens. Um, but yeah, like it, it was, it was heartbreaking. It's just like to, like <laughs> it, like watching Derrick Henry just like ram it into the uh, or not not being able to make it into the end zone. Like yeah, every I was that every a few attempt. Times. I was like, <laughs> I was like, just put me out of my misery. Like, why am I still watching this right now? And it, and it never happened. And so yeah. it was just, I'm like, uh, that's why I just, I don't feel like I, you know, <laughs> again, like I don't feel like I have the right to be in the finals, but um, hats off to, to Nick Laverty, right? That's uh, yeah. his name uh, for, and Green Hell for a fantastic season. And uh, yeah, hopefully, I hopefully I, I do you, I do your team justice and, uh, and do this matchup justice by, Maybe you can get another win over the brothers Mendez. Yeah, I guess that's a good segue into next week or this week, I guess. So yeah. you're taking on brothers Mendez. Currently, <laughs> the site has you losing by 12, but that's before any decisions have been made. 
have you talked to your defense about how to not let Drew Brees score 40 points? Yeah, that's going to be really tough. I'm, uh, I'm really hoping that, you know, it's, uh, it's, what is it? Week, it's a week six, week 15, week 16. I'm hoping that what's the, the saints coach. Who's the saints coach? Uh, Peyton. Yeah. I'm hoping that Sean Peyton, um, you know, uh, decides to, you know, bench Drew Brees and uh, kind of th- throw Taysom Hill in there for some action, protect his quarterback for the sake of, you know, a playoff run. Um, and also do the same with Michael Thomas. Uh, that's the best I can hope for. I mean, when you look at the strength of the schedule, <laughs> it doesn't really help either. It's like green across the board for uh, for, <laughs> for Dan's team. Like, amazing, I just noticed that. Yeah, amazing matchup for Drew Brees. Like, incredible matchup for Joe Mixon. Incredible matchup for Michael Thomas. Keenan Allen. Uh, Rashad, Rashad Perryman. Um, and then if you look at my strength, strength of schedule, it's, it's pretty rough going. Um, <laughs> so it doesn't look great. It it doesn't look great from a matchup but, perspective. But what what I've come to understand uh, with my team is you kind of just have to. It's it's all about miracles, you know. It's all about you know pulling off uh, upsets when it doesn't look like an upset's going to happen. Well, you have the Carson Wentz decision. You... <laughs> wait, 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 once over Mitch Trubisky. I, I'm, I'm, wait, I, wait, did you drop someone? Uh, I dropped Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, you dropped Maysfield. I didn't have Mayfield. Oh, never mind. Yeah. That was, that was Green Hill, I guess. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking about like the upside of Mitch Trubisky just because I, I know I'm going to need a ton of points to beat Dan. And I was just kind of thinking in my head, like, let's just have a backup. Just in case, I just just in case in case something happens on Saturday, where like I don't know, my guys aren't scoring. Robert Woods, Debo Samuel, and whoever else I have playing on Saturday aren't putting up the amount of points that I need. Like maybe I'll just throw in Trubisky and you know see what happens. It's a wild card, which is r- totally ridiculous. Maybe I'm talking not a about bad idea <laughs> for the championship game. <laughs> yeah, that is interesting. <laughs> Uh, You currently have DJ Chark on the bench. I guess he might be hurt. Um, Yeah, I picked him back up. I saw that. I dropped him and then picked him back up. (laughs) I was confused. I mean, he's like a a top 20 wide receiver, and I was actually kind of surprised that Dan didn't pick him up. Um, That could have been like a big folly for me uh, if he picked him up and like started (laughs) him and then beat me with him. Uh, But, I mean, Gardner Minshew throwing DJ Chark – and I mean, assuming he's healthy, that could be a good decision. Um, definitely going to play Anthony Miller this week. Debo Samuel, I just don't know. Just don't know about him. Um, I also don't know. <laughs> I also don't know about Adam Thielen, considering he put up like four point five points last week. Um, I know he's recovering from an injury, but I mean, at least you know about Travis Kelsey. You think? You would think? Yeah. Yeah, Aaron. But... I guess you never know. Yeah, Aaron Jones and Travis Kelsey are going to have to put up some big numbers for me, and hopefully, hopefully Robert Woods finds the end zone. I'm guessing it's going to be. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what the line is on that game, but I feel like it's going to be a shootout. That's all you can hope for. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Well, yeah. 
Uh, right now, my app has Brothers Mendez with a 64% chance of winning. Wow. So that's, that's, that's really high. It's not great. It's not terrible. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, what do, you, what do you think? What would be your prediction? Um, you on the spot. I like last week. I mean, I have to, as a as a researcher, I kind of have to go where where the data tells me to, <laughs> tells me to go. Sure. And I feel like directionally, the brothers Mendez definitely has an advantage over me. The six and seven record is obviously deceiving. Um, very very strong team. I wish him luck. Obviously, praying that you know my team pulls off another uh, another miracle this week. But um, like I said, uh, it's going to be you know a great Hanukkah bowl with uh, with me. True. Yeah, with the two resident Jews uh, duking it out over the, over the first day of Hanukkah and uh, <laughs> the holiday, uh, which is kind of fun. And yeah, may the best man win. May the best team win. There you go. You're both winners. You made it this far. Yeah. Yeah. Second, um, second year in the league. This isn't too bad, right? Not bad at all. Um, if you look at the team history of Jutan clan, for those who don't know, sorry, I'm looking it up now. Uh, one in 20. Wait, what? <laughs> sorry. Wrong tab here. This is good podcasting. There we go. I was looking at myself. I won in 2018, so congratulations to me. Um, <laughs> one in 2013 uh, when they were Haynes Football Academy, but since then has not won a playoff game, only been to the playoffs once. So this would be quite the turn- turnaround. Wow. Wait, so he in made it to the playoffs, did not. Like, did uh, have... t- 2013 won, 2014 oh. did not. Okay. 2015 lost in the first round and then hadn't made the playoffs. Okay, gotcha. So. Okay, so technically my team does have a championship under their belt already. Uh, if if we yes, <laughs> if we take relocation rules, <laughs> yeah, which is what we've fact. done here. <laughs> All right, it's well, like the Winnipeg Jets taking on the Atlanta Thrashers history, you know? Yeah, even maybe. though the Coyotes are still in the league. Which fun Actually, fact, non-hockey fans, Winnipeg went to Arizona. So yeah, not too well versed in NHL history, but I'll take your word for it. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about that all day. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, that's all we got, I guess. Um, so thanks for joining. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Good luck. And, uh, if you win, I guess we'll have to have you back on one more time. Yeah. So it's just a gloat. It's, it's, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, like, if I win, it means Brashad Perryman is like going down with like a, a broken leg in the first quarter, or something tragic like that. So, um, yeah, I don't know if I'll be gloating if somehow I I uh, end up winning, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Love the confidence. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck. We'll talk to you soon. All right. See you, Scott. Good luck, Dan. Now joining us is co-host and champion contender, Brothers Mendes. Finalist, I believe, is the word you were looking for. Finalist. Uh, I, I guess so. I That's have exciting. gone from being one of the most unlucky teams in the league to the most lucky team in the league over the last two weeks. So I feel well, as- good right now. 
as we just discussed, you're not that lucky you put up 159 two weeks in a row. That is true. I I cannot believe the Breeze-Thomas connection just being that timely. I mean, I think we'd have to go back in the, the record books to see when's the last time a quarterback-wide receiver connection had a back-to-back weeks like this in, uh, yeah. on someone's fantasy team, right? Like, I, I <laughs> historically have never had – I really don't try to do this that often. Although this year I thought it was a strong possibility because I kept Michael Thomas and Breeze was kind of one of those, you know, you know, mid round quarterbacks that I was targeting. Did I love it when I did it? No. And then Breeze got hurt and I'm like, oh shit. But (laughs) hey, he he paid me back in full. It's too bad I hate the Saints so much. But, you know, it worked out. Yeah. I mean, Breeze has what? 40% 40% of his points in the last two weeks <laughs> for the season. So he's come on pretty strong, I'd say. It's unbelievable. I can't believe when he put up 43 or whatever it was two weeks ago, I was just like astonished. I didn't even know. I mean, especially yeah. against like the best defense in the league. I know. It was the number one strength of schedule. I mean, I think there, that's man. what I think about too with, with the whole luck, <laughs> my luck comment. It's like, okay, I have like the worst possible matchup with my quarterback and my wide receiver. Literally on on the site, on MFL site, it says those are the two like the Niners are the number one defense against quarterbacks and wide receivers, <laughs> and collectively those guys put up like close to seventy points. Not bad. I mean that's insane, and that was after I think Allen Robinson put up like twenty on Thursday, so I'm already starting in a hole, and then the same shit happened again, and even in a crazier manner, Lamar puts up thirty nine on Thursday. And I'm like, oh, Oof. fuck, you know, well, I'm ready to text Bobby, congrats. I didn't, but, you know, I'm like, okay, great. And then, and then out of nowhere, Monday night, I didn't even watch the game. I had no idea I even won. I was, yeah. I was working. Uh, you won at like halftime. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, we, we were visiting you guys on the weekend, right? So I came back and uh, Sunday night late and then working stuff on all day Monday, getting stuff ready for Tuesday, Wednesday meetings. So I didn't even pay attention to the game. I was on do not disturb. So I didn't see anybody's, you know, messages in the Slack. And I checked like at 2 a.m. I was like, oh, shit, I won. Like I did a double take. (laughs) And I'm like, I didn't even believe it. So pretty handily too. I know. I can't Uh, believe it. Bobby. Sorry, Bob. 45. Yeah. (laughs) Tough loss. So much Uh, luck for me. would have played Crowder or the – uh, no, if you played the Tampa defense, you would have lost by one. But if you would have played Crowder, you would have won. Although, I don't know if we can really blame him for that. Yeah, I mean, Jamison Crowder is not exactly a great No, starter. he had put up three, two, and four the previous three weeks. So, tough to say he should have played him. Well, right. I mean, who would you have played him over? But... You would have played him over Cole Beasley, right? Who? I mean, technically, yeah. Who had... Three good games in a row. In hindsight, yeah. Like, Beasley was looking pretty good. So, hmm. yeah, I don't think you – I don't blame him. Yeah. That's just a tough, tough luck there. Very tough luck, especially um, with Lamar. I mean, after that Lamar game, you got to be feeling pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the other big move was Bashar Perriman, who on Sunday you were not happy about your pickup until he scored three touchdowns. <laughs> so – it wasn't that I wasn't happy. It was just there. like I didn't know what to do because I had a bunch of 
like just terrible guys like Tevin Coleman, Damian Williams, who was out, Chris Thompson. I picked up also like just thinking he might catch some passes because their starter was out. Juju was out. I mean, I just, I didn't have any options. So I'm like, all right, well, the only reason I knew that Perryman was going to have a decent game was because Mike Evans is out. I have Godwin in another league. He's banged up. So I'm like, all right, well, we'll see what happens. And oh, by the way, the Lions defense is just atrocious. So thanks, Jameis. Pretty, pretty bad. Uh, so yeah, Perryman is currently in your starting lineup this week as you go up against Jutan Clan. Um, we were talking to David earlier. If you go to the scoreboard, the current one, the strength of schedule does not look good for David. Uh, you are pretty much all green, and he is pretty much all red. So that works out pretty well. Yeah, I I was gonna, and that's I was you know alluded to that a minute ago where my I had kind of rough looking matchups last week and then this week it's the opposite which somehow I'm only projected to win by seven points so that doesn't quite make sense I mean that the projections are never right anyway but it's just funny like with all the green I have for Montgomery Mixon Breeze Thomas Keenan Allen like you would think I'd be projected to win by, by, by like 30 points but not the case. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I, what I want to I mean, know from, from David is, how's he not rolling with his hometown boy, Mitchell Trubisky? <laughs> I mean, he's looked pretty good I, lately. I don't think it's decided yet. It sounds like he uh, he's thinking about it. We'll they, see. Uh, throwing a shot in the dark there, but maybe. Uh, yeah. Robert Woods goes up against the number one. 49ers defense and we know how that worked out in week 14 yeah apparently so, they're not number one maybe, I don't know how they're still number one but they are um yeah I don't know I look at this matchup and I don't see how Jutan claim wins like he's he's just got so many weird players in there like Debo and Anthony Miller and you know how many times I said that this season? You know how many times I said that this season after looking at the projections and the strength of schedule projected to win by 30 plus and I finished six and seven. So I hear you. I'm the same. I've, I agree with what you're saying. Like if I don't win this matchup, I will quit fantasy football. Epic fail. But, I mean, epic fail. but no, I mean, it's, it, it's interesting because I mean, Adam Thielen is actually a huge player this week. I mean, he's projected to get 9.6 on the site, but if he was healthy, he'd be in the 15 range. Yeah. So I think that is a huge matchup. Oh, by the way, that, that's my team against our nemesis and, you know, fucking Aaron Rodgers. So, like, that'll be a huge matchup. And then um, I think I'm really looking at Travis Kelsey against the Bears because the Bears defense has been actually good this year. I didn't think they were that good, but they've actually been pretty good this year. So... How's right. that going to shake out? Is that going to be a low scoring, you know, 17, 10 type game? Or is it going to open it up? Is Trubisky going to keep it going? And, and, you know, that's going to help Kelsey, obviously, which he, in that type of game, he probably scored two touchdowns. Well, uh, as we move forward here, uh, also, I'd like to point out DJ Shark, not in the lineup. What do you think about Mike Boone being on that team over there? Yeah, I don't know. Nervous about him coming out and scoring. Very nervous about Mike Boone. I'm more nervous that Mike Boone might be the starting running back for my team this week against the Packers with Dalvin Cook sitting (laughs) out. But And oh, by the way, 
the Dalvin Cook thing that I've referenced multiple times this year where I passed on him idiotically, much worse decision than Craig's decision he made. Um, but it actually comes back and helps me out because Dalvin Cook being banged up the last couple of weeks and Joe Mixon having his two best games in like years. So yeah. more luck for yeah. me there. So I guess the rule of thumb is just always complain and bitch and moan <laughs> and then you'll get paid back. That's how, is that how being like spiritual works? Like why fantasy gods did you fuck me? And then, oh wait, now they made up for it multiple times. Sorry, Sorry Hunter. Sorry. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> On which front? The spiritual front or the swearing? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, cool. So uh, yeah, that's the championship matchup. Uh, we got a third place game with Bobby and Green Hell. That'll be exciting. Yeah, Bobby's predicted to win this one um, by 20 right now. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Green Hell kind of falling apart here. Um, and they're still throwing out Marquise Brown. I don't know. Whatever. Green Hell with one of the most disappointing losses of the year, I think. But this will be exciting. The Hanukkah Bowl, as David called it. Beautiful. Um, yeah. Anything else before you uh, head out on the field? Nope. I think uh, it's going to be very close, kind of like the projections have it right now. And I'm very curious to see who he starts at quarterback. I'll be <laughs> – I don't know who I want, actually. I mean, because I think the Trubisky thing – well, obviously, Trubisky's a worse quarterback than Wentz. I, I do think that could be like a really high scoring game and Trubisky has like three forty and three touchdowns. That's true. So we'll see. But I never know. What about the consolation? Who's in the consolation draw? Yeah, I mentioned that elsewhere in the podcast. Oh, okay. Uh, the worst teams won. Awesome. Which makes a lot of sense. Makes perfect sense. Well, it would be great, you know, if we weren't resetting when they'd have first choice of the picks. That's true. But uh, so that's kind of how it's um, supposed to work out, right? You got to keep trying. You can't tank if you really want to try to get that pick and you never know what happens. You got to stay relevant. So there's my there plug for keeping the same process yeah, going forward. Go. Perfect. All right. That's all we have. Thanks for joining Dan and good luck in the championship. Thank you. Good luck to David as well. So that's all we got for you. Enjoy the championship week. That is week 16. We'll be back here next week to recap the entire season. Hopefully not every game because you don't need an hour and a half podcast. Uh, and then we'll start talking about next year a little bit. What's to come in the off season? What else we have to decide and get excited for the 2020 reset. So good luck to everybody in week 16 and we'll see you back here next week.